Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart Sweet love. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends fill themselves mind, body, and soul with about four sorry minutes of a handshaken and disappointed Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots. And I'm your washed up magician, washed up magician, Luke Patrick. Sorry, I almost went for musician there, uh, but that would be a very different movie than this one, kind of on yeah. the whole premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this week, Luke, we watched The Great Buck Howard mm. uh, from 2008. Yeah, 2008, which um, <laughs> I watched this with everybody in my house, mercifully, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, our roomie pointed out that... Uh, this movie does not quite seem like it's set in 2008. No, no, it doesn't even seem like it was filmed in 2008. <laughs> it's the magic of a Playtone Productions picture. It seems like Jesus. it was shot in about 2001, maybe. Do you th- do you think Playtone just to like cut cut some some uh, uh you know slash the budget a bit just picked up like some really old cameras? Mm-hmm. And just like didn't keep up with the times on those. Yeah, or they made a time machine and then to slash the budget, they went back in time to counter inflation, so that the money uh, they spent <laughs> it was actually considerably less. I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine, but I'm glad I'm not crazy in, in uh, us thinking that this movie looks a bit dated, which is hilarious. Yeah, it it the film quality is about the same as fucking uh that thing you do mm-hmm. sorry that thing you do that thing you do yeah uh which is considerably older than this film mm-hmm. um but luke how was your watch my watch was actually really solid so uh for those at home we can part the kimono a little bit we punted on doing this last night because i had some late work uh, so I woke up this morning to a winter storm advisory. It's just absolutely going bananas out there. So had a nice little opportunity to kind of curl up on the couch with everybody in the house. Uh, it's snowing real hard. Grab some coffee and uh, boot up fucking YouTube because that is the only place you can legally acquire this movie without paying yeah. 10 goddamn American dollars to own it on <laughs> Google. So what the fuck? Yeah. Um, well, 
I I think uh very justifiably hidden from from the public. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be tucked away where no one will see it. Also, fun fact, uh, Sam, I don't know if it was the same for you, but my YouTube watch, the audio was off by about a second. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's not just me. Not only have they hidden this movie away, they've also uploaded it to YouTube with the audio off <laughs> by about a full second. So it was a yeah. fun 90 minutes, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then how many ads did you have? Oh, shitloads. Like absolute really? shitloads. Now that's fast. I only had one. What? Maybe it's because I got all of your ads throughout this watch. Apparently, because I only had one ad from American Freight Furniture, uh, and I was really excited for all the other ads, but I never got them. Yeah, I kept getting the same Groupon ad over and over, telling me there was fun shit to do in Denver. And Groupon, I don't know how to tell you this, bud, but there's a pandemic happening. And uh, I'm going to keep my ass at home because there's nothing fun to do in Denver right now, especially not in a group on sort of uh, style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Someone needs to, to send them a letter. Mm-hmm. Just let them know kind of what's happening. Yeah. Just send them a couple tweets. But anyway, it was a good watch. You know, all things considered. We'll, we'll talk about the movie. But Sam, how was your watch? I mean, it was fine. Um, I mean, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. Mm-mm. I my you know i i ate like a really small lunch because mm. i i had a little bit of a stomach ache when i when i started the movie but that's since resolved um i only got the one ad the timing was just off <laughs> and and that was interesting uh really takes the piss at a lot of moments of this movie yeah um and and uh you know i i I kind of, I started the movie a little after you, and so I was trying to hurry and make up some time, and so I did. I did just kind of grab a shirt from from a laundry basket, mm-hmm. and the shirt does like have that closet smell, mm. you know. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And it just irritated me. It just really <laughs> irked me the whole movie because it smells very powerfully of closet. Yeah. And and I'm just not enjoying it. Man, you hate to hear that. I actually quite enjoy the closet smell, so that would have made this movie that much more palatable for me. It would have been okay. even more amazing if you could have smelt the closet smell about a second before you saw it on screen. That would have been uh, <laughs> picture perfect for what we watched for an hour and a half to the dot. Yes. Hey, it's never mm-hmm. a good sign when a movie is exactly an hour and 30 minutes, is it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's always very distressing. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, so we've talked about this a little bit because we're not going to tweet it, Tom, this yeah, week. Okay. No. Um, and I feel this is a pretty appropriate time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also want to say I was really happy that we punted on it last night. Mm, yeah. Me um, too, bud. Me too. Because let's, let's talk about us and Tom. Because mm-hmm. uh, I would say we're on, on some rough terrain with tom yeah i'd say that's accurate i mean if if this has been a cruise i feel like we we sort of docked at some point in like puerto vallarta and then for whatever mm-hmm. reason the boat couldn't leave so we've just been stuck in puerto vallarta for yeah a while now is how it's starting to feel uh-huh i'm just really tired of tom's whole shtick mm. <laughs> i can't i kind of can't take it anymore 
Yeah, which is a rough spot. So, Sam, we're over halfway through this man's filmography. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm with you. I am so sick of seeing Tom <laughs> Hanks <laughs> in a movie, which is a bad way to be for this fucking podcast, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's really not good. And it's it's taking more of a toll than I really anticipated. Mm, yeah, it's just week after week with this guy, right? Uh-huh. Every Friday night, I get excited because I'm done with the work week. I'm ready for the weekend. I start making plans of like what show I'm going to watch with my wife while we eat dinner. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, oh, wait, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I have to look at Tom's smug fucking face for an innumerable amount of time. And I just, Luke, I'm so tired of it. I'm so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even when the movies are good, I just can't stand this fucking high energy guy anymore. Yeah, we've really hit a low point. I just I don't I have a Pavlovian response to seeing Tom Hanks now, which is is extreme comfort. Like mm-hmm. I have seen this man so many times. We've spent so many hours with this hoodlum. Uh yeah. It's just like it's a piece of furniture that I'm sick of looking at and would love to replace uh, if we went to Ikea. This is a real low point for us, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, look, I think I think every time we near the end of a decade, we start, you know, having having some struggles, mm-hmm. uh, which which I do find pretty interesting that, that for some reason at the beginning of a decade where we were re-energized and, and ready to gulp more of this man down. But, Luke, I'm... I'm I'm filled up to the gullet with Tom, and I d- I don't I don't want him anymore. I he just oh he's everywhere. I every time I hear his name, I get sort of like that like sort of nausea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm so tired of Tom and Luke. We can't stop. No, because no no one wants to hear a podcast where two guys l- watched most of his movies (laughs) yeah no one no one's here for a podcast where we watch 36 of tom hanks movies uh some of them through youtube with ads Mm -hmm. uh which is exactly a fucking bizarre way to put this movie out playtone but yeah nobody gives a shit about that we have to persevere Uh which is what i was gonna say i feel like it's worse because we're in the tunnel and we've been in the tunnel but now Mm -hmm. we can see the light at the end of the tunnel but it's pretty fucking far away it Still, is. It's <laughs> it's just like a sort of pinhole. Yeah, and we've run out of audiobooks to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's just the car's out of gas. <laughs> yeah. We're just pushing it. We're really I, coasting. So, so to give you an idea, my my boss has started listening to the podcast, which is sort of a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And uh and he did tell me the other day that he is actively worried about me now. Um and mm. so <laughs> I maybe hadn't noticed the sort of uh, mental degradation that has happened. Uh, I I think mostly due to the podcast, but um, but apparently he has. So that's mm. not great. Yeah, that's not good. I do worry about us. I mean, again, we're over halfway, which means we've got roughly a little less than another half to go in this marathon. Man, I'm pretty worried. About our sanity uh, as we continue. Um, And and you know what makes it really awkward? What's that? 
Well, I, you know, I, I really wanted to have a little more fanfare about this, but, but this week we actually have Tom Hanks in the studio with us. Hello? <laughs> uh, hi, hi, Tom. Uh, th- thank you so much for joining us. Hi, this is Joe Fox. Who's this? Well, I'm Sam. <laughs> uh luke would you would you like to introduce yourself uh yeah hey hey tom uh this is luke hi uh thank you thank you so much for for joining us it it really means a lot that you're here hey i know you hey no hey you listen to this show do you enjoy it <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that Tom Hanks is a fan of the show. <laughs> or is masturbating while he's on this call with us. Uh so so Tom, do you do you have a do you have a f- a favorite episode or um or anything like that? I don't know. He doesn't know. He, he can't pick just one, <laughs> can you? I see. Okay, Luke, do, do you have any questions for the man himself? Um, yeah, Tom, are you in fact a serial killer slash scaly? Can we reveal this to the world right now? Oh, shut up! <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, did we hit a little close to home? Shit. Oh, okay, 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 Tom, Tom, that's fine. That's totally, totally fine. Um, I, you know, is there, is there something else that, that you'd like to, that you'd like to talk about or, or, or anything like that? Knock, knock. Oh, you've got a joke for us, Oh, huh? nice, it's the old knock, knock piece from, <laughs> from Catch Me If You Can. Uh-huh, so Tom, what's the joke? Just call me Joe. Hmm. That's hmm. more of just an introduction, Tom. It's not really a joke, but that track's given some of your Playtone movies sort of the understanding yeah. of comedy. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty puzzling. <laughs> um, well, uh, Luke, I mean, anything, I mean, we've got the man himself here. I, I feel like we should you know really use this yeah you know i i feel like we should but now that he's in the studio with us with this clipped audio um you know it's difficult to (laughs) sort of think of anything really to to ask the man uh i mean is he is he a fan of the podcast is he excited to be here well i don't know why you're asking me to sort of ask him (laughs) but uh but tom do you do you like the podcast Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> sort of a question. Um Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I um I mean Patricia. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Tom, are are you okay? No, 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 wait, wait. I I take that back. Why would you want to meet somebody you're crazy about? I mean Hmm. Kind of <laughs> kind of going off the rails here with some of these responses, Tom. I'm, I'm thinking uh, well, he's got COVID so, fog brain. So, if I can interpret, I think maybe he's pointing out that, you know, we've put so much stock into into having Tom, uh, on the show with us that 
And it is actually a little disappointing that he's not really playing in this space with us. Yeah. Um, instead, he's just kind of kind of gone off the wall. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving having him here, but it's just, it's just not what I was expecting. Bye-bye. Oh, he's gone. Oh, just really? like that. Really, Tom? Bye-bye. Nothing else? Bye-bye. Okay. Well. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap on, on Tom on the... Okay, he plays his own exit music. Man, what a weird little flash entrance from the man himself, yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah. I don't need Luke, quite honestly. I don't know how he got on the call. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, this is a private call. It's just the two of mm-hmm. us. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so glad he could drop by and sort of slap us around with some some random quotes like that. Um, yeah, as, as mysteriously as he came, yeah. uh, he went. Yeah. What a treat. Uh, what a treat. Tom Hanks, folks. Yeah. Tom Hanks, everybody. Tom Hanks, everyone. Um, <laughs> Luke, do you want to give us a plot for the Great Buck Howard? Man, I don't, but I will. Uh, I can give you YouTube's extremely long description if you if you want to take a week off. Actually, I would love to take a week off because, man, this one is kind of boring. So what's YouTube have to say about this one? It's got a lot. Once upon a time, Buck Howard, John Malkovich, spent his days in the limelight, but nowadays it's clear to everyone but Buck that his act has lost its luster. Yet, with a hearty handshake and a trademark, I love this town, Buck Howard perseveres, confident in his own celebrity, convinced his comeback is imminent. He just needs a new road manager and personal assistant. As it turns out, recent law school dropout and unemployed would-be writer Troy... Uh, Troy Gable, Colin Hanks, needs a job. With the aid of a fiery publicist, Emily Blunt, and a bold stroke of fate, Buck is surprisingly land. Uh, sorry, Buck surprisingly lands back into the American consciousness, taking Troy along for the ride of his life. Man, I don't feel bad at all about my plots now because that gave you the full movie at breakneck speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, if it felt a little slow. Uh, that's because da, 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 this movie is pretty slow. So yes. <laughs> I, I paused the movie thinking, uh, cause I needed to eat and I was like, well, surely I'm at least halfway through because it does sort of seem like we're getting to the climax of the film. Mm-hmm. Look, it had been 27 minutes. Ooh, man. I think I did the exact same thing. I paused it. I was like 30 <laughs> minutes in. I wanted to get some more coffee. It just the soul sucking experience oh. of realizing that I had a solid hour left in this flick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, man. So maybe we should give a review. Luke, what's your review? This movie, Sam, I don't know what it is about Playtone Productions, but it had the same exact feel <laughs> Is that thing you do where there's zero stakes. We just sort of blunder from thing to thing. And there's some kind of message. I will give it that there was more of a message. I don't know what it was. Something about owning your place in life, I guess, because Colin Hanks uh, decides not to be a lawyer. And at the end of the day, uh, the great Buck Howard decides to just sort of tour regional facilities instead of going back to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man, but it just sort of plotted along. 
there was never really any threat of anything happening even Mm -mm. the main characters so they set up buck howard to be irascible and sort of hard to root for but he's such a sweet dude most of the time yeah that it's it's hard to really buy that because every time he's a dick at some point in the near future he's kind of like i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that or whatever it's it's like it's like they couldn't fully commit to him being an asshole because it's like they're like okay have him berate people and then 10 minutes later have him be like sorry i was out of line yeah i shouldn't have done that it's (laughs) it's sort of an abusive relationship but yeah but otherwise it's an osha compliant workplace like yes um remember that part in scar every five minutes or sorry in lion king where scar every five minutes just sort of stop to (laughs) apologize to people (laughs) yeah hey i killed your dad very sorry about it yeah Uh, real sorry i sang a song too it was uh it was pretty inconsiderate you know i just Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i had some undiagnosed issues i'm working through them now i'm going to therapy i just want to apologize for all the violence um yeah but that's sort of my review of this what did you think of the movie sam well, Luke, prior to the movie, I was cleaning a toilet, and I did find myself midway through the movie kind of wishing I was cleaning the toilet again. <laughs> hey, speaking of, really quick, there's a scene in this movie where there's a big like benefit thing happening, and there's a bunch of acts that are all there, and there's a guy mm-hmm. who has a toilet scrubber, and he's scrubbing the, the like hot side oh. of an iron. And yeah, that the, stuck the with guy me. From, the guy from Police Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Doing sound effects, I don't know what he thought that device was going to be. Oh, so he's doing sound effects. Yeah, again, very hard to tell given that the audio is about a full second off. Okay. Um, (laughs) He's doing sound effects for a heretofore unknown device that is ostensibly a toilet scraper connected to a clothes iron, which seems both extremely dangerous and wholly unnecessary yeah much like this movie mm-hmm. um well jesus dude i mean are, is there anything that even sticks out to you about this flick that you want to talk about yeah there are a couple things so so the youtube description uh specifically calls out his hearty handshake and his trademark i love this town mm-hmm. and i did count the number of times that he shook colin hanks's hand Oh, uh, like how many pumps in the intense fucking handshake? Yeah. Um, and it is ten pumps and then two small like aftershocks. Oh damn, that is a hefty handshake right there. Yes, and then, uh, he says, "I love this town," twelve fucking times. Holy shit! And the joke never lands every time. No. <laughs> No, and like, it's it's very much like that thing you do in that the movie is perfectly happy to force you to watch the same shit over yeah. and over and over again. Do you want to see John fucking Malkovich shake people's hands a hundred times and say, I love this town 12 times and do the same tricks 30 times? Well, buckle the fuck up because Playtone Productions <laughs> has the ride for you. 
Yeah, it's worth noting too that uh, one of my notes from this movie is that there's not a lot of magic in a movie about magic because essentially there's three tricks that we see over yes. and over, uh, much like that mm-hmm. thing you do where there's one song that we hear 20-something times. Yeah, yeah, it's just, oh, God, <laughs> Jesus. And then it's a lot of... Um, and I'm going to use the loosest definition of this word. A lot of John Malkovich singing. Mm, yeah, sort of. Uh, what did you call it the other week? The like cake uh, style. A, a zingspiel. Zingspiel. I can't even in good conscience call it a zingspiel mm. because it is John Malkovich playing the piano and then just saying what the world needs now is love sweet love Mm -hmm. there's no there's no melody to it at all yeah it's hard to watch and you can't imagine it lands in the room uh which Mm -mm. again it's hard to root for this man uh even though he's clearly set up to be that that rootable figure uh but fuck if i wouldn't just tear my own skull off uh if i had to watch this act from beginning to end yeah yeah, uh, I, I do want to make just a quick note about John Malkovich. He mm-hmm. recently shot a movie here in Little Rock. Oh! Um, including a number of scenes in the building I used to live in. Yeah, so, hey, you were that close to the great Buck Howard. And quite honestly, sort of thanking my lucky stars I missed him. <laughs> what do you think it would be like if you pulled this one out of a hat, if you met John Malkovich, if you're like, hey... Remember the great Buck Howard? That fucking... I think, <laughs> I, I think he would have slugged me, and he would have been well in his right to do so. Mm-hmm. But, Luke, I'm done talking about this movie. Mm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Um, It's got Colin Hanks in it. He's fine. Tom's in it barely at all with like this weird shell of a hairdo. Mm. But, Luke, more <laughs> importantly, I want to know this. Mm-hmm. What is your ideal filling for a pool or bathtub? So if I could fill a pool or a bathtub with literally anything. Anything. Well, the obvious answer is champers. Fill it full of champagne. Take a champagne bath. Um, A fancy boy. Yeah, since I am an alcoholic, though, I feel like that's either how I'm going to go or something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. So instead... You could um, just do sparkling grape juice. Sparkling grape juice is good, but not as fancy. And if I'm going to be a fancy sure. boy, I'm going to go out with, uh, you know, the full Champers sort of mm-hmm. regime. I want the bubbles from France. Um, True. So I think I'm going to veto that. Instead, I'm going to say the inside of Yorkshire pudding. Interesting. Okay. So explain to me why. So <laughs> one, it'd be delicious. Two, mm-hmm. it would be warm. Three, it would be fragrant. Four, I feel like it would be great for my skin, like all that grease. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, people discount Ev- grease as an exfoliant. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows grease, great for the skin. Mm-hmm. You know, the next time you're making bacon, just take some of that and just rub it all over yourself <laughs> like a pig at the fair. Uh, <laughs> the results will shock you. Yeah, grease grease yourself up and run around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Begging people to try to catch you like a greased mm-hmm. up dog. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of out of reasons, but I think I think it would just be a really pleasant and tasty experience. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I see it. Well, 
here's the thing. Um, I've been asking my coworkers this for a couple days now, and I've been thinking about what what I would choose. Yeah, and really quick. You know what I appreciate about you in these off the wall questions? Uh huh. Is the field research that goes into this? Like a fucking anthropologist, oh. you're out here. Hey, Luke, I am nothing if not a scientist, mm-hmm. and so I will always poll the community uh, and try to figure out, you know, where are people at. Uh, so I had one coworker. Who said Jello fervently in favor of Jello? <laughs> uh, another who settled on bacon or shrimp Alfredo. Ooh, uh, both, both very very interesting choices. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kenna said, "Oh Christ, Christ, uh, whipped cream." Mm, but, okay. But here's what I got stuck on. And it's mostly for the imagery. Yeah. And so I'll paint. I'll paint the picture for you. Kenna comes home one day after work, mm-hmm. and uh, and doesn't see me anywhere in the sort of common areas of our house. So she goes back into the bedroom, and uh, and and hears me. And so she turns into the bathroom, and sees me in the bathtub, full of chili, <laughs> dude. With with all the accoutrement. Uh, and I hand her a bowl and a ladle, and I say, you hungry? It's still warm. Because, Luke, the idea of me in a bathtub with just just full of chili and sour cream, green mm-hmm. onions, cheese, and some Fritos is the fucking most wonderful image I could get. Now, would it be absolutely harrowing to swim in in a swimming pool a hundred percent that's yeah. a nightmare yeah oh, but you in can't... a bathtub yeah that's the way to go in a bathtub you can't do no back backstrokes uh through some chili Mm-mm. or if you could it would no. be fucking hilarious <laughs> watching <laughs> all the beans and the fritos and the sour cream fly <laughs> through the air as you do a beautiful uh, michael phelps style routine um, or, or can you imagine the the absolute horrible noise of someone doing a cannonball into a bunch of chili. Mm-hmm. Although the best part is, if you're doing a really, really strict sort of uh, practice regime for that day, you can just refuel. You get all that bean protein. Just open <laughs> your mouth. Just open your mouth and swim as you go like a fucking fish. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I'm sure there are other things that would be preferable, like uh, like pancakes or mac and cheese yeah or um like ganache but i there's nothing to me that beats just the comedic value of chili yeah see this is why we share a brain because my very first thought was chili obviously but i figured that Mm -hmm. was it was too perfect it was too too beautiful to bring to this podcast and i think you did it the only way that it would it would suit which is to describe it in full Sam, it's uh, it's a thing of beauty, and uh, of course well, it's chili. You. Chili, obviously. Yeah. What do you think Tom would pick? Typewriters. Yeah, he fucking would. <laughs> well, <laughs> Luke, if if do you have any other thoughts about this fucking shit movie that Tom's barely in? You know, not really. Um, I had a bit about how at the end of this. At the end of the man's set, uh, John Malkovich uh, has to find his money. 
He's, he uh-huh. like hands his fee to people in cash form in the audience and then goes to the green room and has to come back and find his money. And I had a bit about how he could just smell money. He's so cheap, but mm. <laughs> not a lot of legs on that one. Um, no, there's not a ton. Yeah, nothing really to talk about with this one. Folks, don't watch it. I know it's free on YouTube yeah. and you'll be tempted. Not worth it. No, <laughs> it's not worth sitting through even a single advertisement to, to watch Mm-mm. The Great Buck Howard. In fact, I would argue that the name is a bit of a misnomer, if I'm honest. Boy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, Luke, um, I've had to kind of wander through an audience to get my, my money uh, for my last paycheck, and now I need to take that to the Hank's Bake. So would, would you like to come with me for that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Hey there, folks. It's time to talk about the Great Buck Howard and how Luke and I can make it a porno. (laughs) This is... I'm loving this new bit. Holy shit. Yes, Sam. Yes. Yeah, so Luke, why don't you you get you a nice husky tone for this Mm. deeply sexual experience we're about to engage in and turn the great Buck Howard into a porno. Into a real hard-slapping, oiled-up pig mm. of a porno. Oh, yeah. Let's get horny in this one. <laughs> so first, I think I think we gotta start with the title. And I've, I've got one. It's real low-hanging fruit. Are you ready for this one, Luke? Yeah, yeah. It is the great Fuck Howard. <laughs> yeah, sort of the lowest hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my I do need to tell you that that when I was pitching this bit to my wife, uh, that she came up with the great fuck how hard, and I don't think that makes <laughs> a lick of sense. <laughs> I don't know, Sam. I think that one is. Uh, <laughs> I had something else <laughs> loaded up, um, but I think Kenna got it and fucking won. Holy shit! The great fuck how hard. <laughs> is amazing okay Okay, so luke let's make this a porno let's make this okay i've got some ideas right out of the gate do it give it to me okay so i think we keep the same the same everything except instead of a magician he is a washed up porn star from the 70s and 80s who performed on like all of the great retro tracks like beat it in the bush volumes Uh one through seven um yeah the great disco dick down uh you know just all of the real classic retro items uh that has since Uh stopped receiving calls kind of like a ron jeremy but Mm -hmm. a little less into the uh you know in the zeitgeist a little less in popular mind okay yeah um because that enables us we can keep the same plot like the man is he's out here he's still working he's still doing productions Mm -hmm. you know he's still fucking uh yeah yeah what do you okay. what do you think? What do you want to dribble some little a uh, little bit of spice on top of that? Yeah, yeah. So I've been thinking of a different direction, but I do very much like this. Okay, okay. So I I I think what we have is he's trying to make it, and um, and it's just it's not really working, um, because he's working all these like small town like I don't know like independent like cam shows. Yeah, and it's just not really working. And his his personal assistant, his, well, 
his fluffer actually mm. uh, is just not not very professional. It is still Adam Scott, I think. <laughs> um, oh, and, and I love just, uh, John Malkovich in the head role for this too. I oh, think that's perfect. Oh yeah, I think I think John Malkovich has exactly the right sort of sexual prowess that we're looking for, mm-hmm. and so. So Adam Scott's not really doing a great job fluffing him anymore for these kind of small-time cam shows. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Colin Hanks, it's still Colin Hanks. I think we keep the exact same cast. Oh, yeah, 100%. Comes along, and I think they just have this, like, instant sexual chemistry where, mm. like, John Malkovich is, like, kind of working, and, and uh, Colin Hanks, like, comes into the room, and I think John Malkovich nuts immediately. <laughs> Um, and it's just like, that's, oh, that's the guy. Um, and, and I think they develop a, a sort of, I think it's kind of a dom sub relationship. I was about to, to say, honest. I was about to fucking say, get out of my head, sir. We mm-hmm. are, we are in lockstep on this production. Yeah. Well, I, I think we're the right people to do it, mm-hmm. uh, with the wealth of experience that we have with making pornography Mm -hmm. um so so yeah so i think i think it's that and then i think it does get complicated by emily blunt yes who is like an a porn star agent Mm, okay 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 Uh, and she starts kind of developing a sexual relationship with colin hanks which the the great fuck how hard uh is pretty (laughs) upset about because uh, he's like, no, that's my sub. You can't just fuck my sub willy nilly. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I, th- I think there's some tension there, but I think he's also working towards, you know, his his new production. Right? Yes, this is what I want to talk about. But I yes. Okay, so I'm thinking that this can be the same, more or less. I'm thinking that his big production it, is that he he fucks nine hundred nine hundred. In Ohio. In Ohio, yes. Okay. Specifically, see, we're we're on the exact same page with uh-huh. this. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's putting on the largest orgy ever put to film. Yeah. In Ohio. Yes. Where uh, Where else would you do it, Sam? Of course, it's yeah. Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, Cincinnati. It's the porn capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati. So, exactly. And so, let me think. I think. I think the way it works is uh, he he's just I mean it's sweaty it's wet I mm-hmm. mean he is I mean he is fucking nine hundred Ohioans yeah um and and the cameras are all there but and and he is making very weird and uncomfortable eye contact with Colin Hanks the whole time mm, of course of course shaking hands uh, uh you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shaking something yeah uh but what do you think pulls uh the the cameras away mm. in this version see you would really think that a 900 people orgy would hold the attention of the the hired crew yes. um i think i think it's bozo the clown suddenly getting an only fans <laughs> yep that's it <laughs> Luke, you got it in one. Yeah. It is Bozo the Clown <laughs> premiering his fucking OnlyFans account. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that'd do it. 
I'm pretty sure that break the internet. <laughs> yep, it's it's Bozo the Clown is cranking his uh, cranking his rubber chicken and making that that flower skirt something other than water, and all those cameras are whisked away. Yeah, uh, leaving <laughs> leaving fuck how hard with 900 <laughs> sweaty ohioans and a boner that won't go away yeah i mean the amount of viagra the man had to take uh yes. you know no no amount of fluffing was gonna do the trick chemicals for sure had to be introduced into this and feat. I, I think that's how he ends up back in the news mm. is that he now has the longest boner ever experienced yeah that put him in hospital too which would match the plot yes. of this so again yeah. don't have to change much and then we can get some action you know in the hospital of people trying to uh to alleviate the stress mm -hmm. of his priapism that's a good you know another 15 yeah. 20 minute scene right <laughs> oh, there yeah. just so many so many we can get a lot of guest stars in there mm -hmm. you know a lot of popular porn stars coming in and just helping John Malkovich paint the walls of a of a hospital room <laughs> in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah, I uh, to to no avail. I think. yeah. I think oh, of course. He's just a fountain of cum, and yet that that dick will not soften up. <laughs> okay, so how do we how do we end the narrative on this one? I mean, obviously the porn is the main focus. Yes, uh, and so know. so I think he starts. Um, getting on like kind of bigger bigger uh like cam shows yeah and i think he starts getting interviewed by like howard stern um and then he's uh maybe after like a long-running feud with howard stern i think that mm. would kind of fit in for jay leno yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah and and then he finally makes it big and he and he's invited to a porn shoot uh with uh, like uh Who's uh, who's I don't Brazzers I guess sure uh, yeah, yeah you know we've got some big names uh, on the billing for this and Stoya mm -hmm. maybe it's a big uh, thing with Stoya sure yeah yeah and so so he shows up to that and and it's another orgy scene they want him to sort of recreate just his his great orgies from the past mm -hmm. um and I think I think he gets to the big moment the big money shot. And he can't come. He just can't. <laughs> not not even a dribble. Yeah, can't can't produce in the final moments on our flick mm -mm. here. Yeah. And he's he's just making again constant eye contact with with Colin Hanks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then he just he just walks off the set. Hmm. Yeah. Just quits the whole the whole orgy business. Completely removes yeah. himself. And then I think uh, I think. You know, again, Colin Hanks goes on to to work with other porn stars. Mm -hmm. He's invited to to write for a new porn movie, um, thanks to Emily Blunt, who is his new dom. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think that sort of underdeveloped plotline kind of resurfaces. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like like up. it's been resolved, but it really hasn't. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think he's like, you know, I just I really want to know what happened to the great fuck how hard <laughs> a and, name that continues to get me so props to kenna yeah she really gets all of it so luke how do you think the movie ends so i think it ends obviously we want to get in a final scene 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we can replicate. Well, let's let's just get the band back together. I think Colin Hanks shows up again on set for a mm-hmm. like small time like Pornhub account sort of guest appearance. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we just get some nice three way action going between him and the new fluffer, and it's really sentimental. Like this is a nice uh-huh. passionate sort of scene. Um, yeah. Where we're resolving plot lines, we're reaching a denouement. Uh, there's no struggle to climax uh no one's having any issues uh and Mm-mm. that's uh you know that's it's showing us where the great f- fuck how hard where he's gonna <laughs> be um from this point forward which is just sort of you know riding the the coattails of his own limelight uh as he fades fades out uh into <laughs> retirement do you th- do you think we get like a like a sentimental voiceover from colin hanks like oh, we do in yeah. the movie where he's like you know i i think I think it's not that he couldn't come in Las Vegas. <laughs> I think that it's it's that he wouldn't. Yeah. And then it, was, it was the great fuck how hard with the most powerful kegels on the planet. Mm-hmm. Just a, a pelvic floor of sheer fucking titanium. Yeah. Uh, refusing to come because he said, this isn't where I, I belong. You know, I belong. With the independent porn makers. Yes, 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 yes. And actually, I think much like the original Great Buck Howard, I think we have Colin narrating the entire thing, sort of like an mm-hmm. Emmanuel movie. Like, that's how we'll move from <laughs> scene to scene. It's like, and then when we left the orgy. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that'll really tie things together. And, you know, plot is critical for this production. Uh, can, can I tell you, this is an oddly sentimental and affecting movie i i think more so than the great buck howard yeah i mean there's there's not much more at stake but i think i think we're providing more entertainment in a different sort of way um yeah i think so mm-hmm. um well well folks uh keep your eye out for the great fuck how hard in theaters <laughs> on your nearest Pornhub account. Oh, yeah. As soon as we can get the funding and uh, break our asses down to Gainesville or wherever people shoot porn, uh, I guess we'll need to do some research before we bust this bit out again. Yeah. Also, uh, I do I do just want to point out really quickly that there is one line that you can keep in the movie uh, completely unchanged. Mm-hmm. I love uh, this town. No, actually, it is John Malkovich saying to Colin Hanks, you can toss my salad when you get back to the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) A weird gag in in this movie. In front of Tom Hanks. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. A real dumb move there. Yeah, I think we just keep that one right in. That, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have to change too much, honestly, for this flick. Um, Yes, Strangely, the movie can be pivoted to a porno pretty easily. Yeah. Well, nice, dude. Um, now that we've fully converted the movie to a porno uh, and there's no more need to talk about the great Buck Howard ever, Sam, would you like a Hank Your Moneymaker? Oh, Luke, I would love it. Yeah, we're back with the cast edition of uh, Hank Your Moneymaker. It's sort of expanding Fuck, the yes. pool. Yeah, so we've got three people in play here, Colin Hanks, John Malkovich, and Emily Blunt. Sam, are you ready for, well, hang on, really quick, for those who haven't heard Hank Your Moneymaker, it's where I pitched three different business ventures to Sam, one of which is a true business venture, and then the other two are utter falsehoods. So, Sam, are you ready? As ready as I can ever be. 
Alrighty, let's do this. Okay. In 2019, Emily Blunt became a primary investor in the dating social network Bumble. She cites its progressive approach to dating and adult networking as a primary reason for staking her claim. Okay. All right, that's number one. Number two, in 2020, Colin Hanks began talks with Megaphone Media to create a new movie studio modeled on Tom Hanks' family-owned Playtone Productions. The prospective studio is rumored to launch with a AAA film starring Dave Bautista and Will Smith. Mm, okay. And finally, in 2019, John Malkovich launched a range of French wines under the Lequel de la Coste album, or sorry, label, under the Lequel de la Coste label. The range currently includes a Cab Sav Rosé, a Cab Sav, and a Pinot Noir, all from the Rhone region. There mm. you are, Sam. Would you like me to recap those for you one more time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 2019, Emily Blunt and Bumble as the primary investor in the uh, social okay. date where social dating networking app. Uh, 2020, Colin Hanks starting up his own movie studio, talking to Megaphone Productions, and 2019, John Malkovich launching some fucking French ass wines. Oh boy, Luke, you have outdone yourself. <laughs> this is this is legitimately very challenging, and and let me break down my reasoning. Yeah. So I think think emily blunt is like you know i got mine with john krasinski mm-hmm. and so i i want to give back and i want to help other ladies find their krasinskis yeah um gots to find that krasinski so so that is legitimately possible I, th- I think she's really trying to help people uh get off and 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 find their their love mm-hmm uh, and then we've got Colin Hanks, who I could very much see following in Papa's footsteps mm-hmm. and saying, you know, Playtone actually low-key sucks shit, <laughs> uh, but I I do want to do what Papa did and make my own studio. And Dave Bautista and Will Smith do sound exactly like two people who would appear in a not very good but still very expensive movie together. Yes, 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 yes. And then we've got John Malkovich, uh, just a real <laughs> wild card of a man, uh, both on and off screen. And I feel like John Malkovich having a, a label of authentic French wines feels very correct to me. Mm, okay, okay, okay. There's just something about that that I, I could see John Malkovich doing that. Then again, I could also see john malkovich attempting to assassinate the president like he did in the line of fire uh so both possibilities yeah okay so Uh, let's see let's see let's see okay i'm gonna i'm gonna rule one out okay yeah hit me with the one that you're not not in favor of i think i'm gonna rule out colin because i think he i think he's seen because we've talked about how we think maybe he's a better actor than Tom. Yeah. Um, and so I think maybe he's also a better decision maker than Tom. No offense, yeah. Tom. Please come on our podcast again. Yeah. Um, uh, and so so I think I think he's going to see Papa's mistake and be like, ooh, you know, Playtone, those movies are n- never good, uh, including the one that I was in. Uh, so I don't i don't think he's gonna start his own thing with a dave batista and will smith vehicle yeah okay all um, right so we're ruling out colin hanks that leaves john malkovich yes. with his wines and emily blunt with her uh, savvy tech startup investment yeah and this is where i really struggle because mm-hmm. 
Well, this is before she and John would have had that some good news nut money that that he got from selling that YouTube series that he did in the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still rich as fuck, and they probably she probably had some of that quiet place money. Yeah. Or so you're saying she didn't have that great Buck Howard money. No, I don't I don't I don't think this one paid off for the way she was hoping. I'm I'm gonna go with John Malkovich's wine. I think that I think that's it. Okay, final answer, John Malkovich? Yeah. Okay, Sam. For the second time ever, you have correctly guessed Hank your moneymaker. Fuck yes. Yep, you you nailed it. It is in fact John Malkovich, French uh not citizen, but French resident with his wines. Uh, mm-hmm. that is legit. Uh, although I'm glad to see that my Emily Blunt faint did sort of hoodwink you. Uh, oh God, I, I came very close to picking that one. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Cause then you would have failed for the seventh time, I think, mm-hmm. but, uh, not today. <laughs> yeah. Not today. You said you did guess it correctly. It was John Malkovich yeah. and his wine label. Oh, that is, that is a weight off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I'm intensely proud. Yeah, you should be. For the second time only, I will remind you, though, I may get you the next time around with uh, Hank, your moneymaker. Oh, yeah. Probability says you will. Mm -hmm. And so, Luke, let's talk about next week. Oh, man. Let's look forward, because next week we will be viewing 2009's Angels and Demons. Fuck me, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, Luke, you have not seen this, correct? No, I have not, nor have I read anything beyond the Da Vinci Code. So this is all completely okay. new to me. Now, I have both seen it and read the book, mm. though I don't remember a lot of either. I know the, I remember the basic plot, so I am curious as to what you think yeah. Angels and Demons is about. Now, I think this is going to be Tom Hanks' actual action movie breakout role because we've kind of seen him adjacent to action before like saving Mm -hmm. private ryan um i'd argue cloud atlas as well which we haven't seen yet but um i think this was a debut will smith style romp where all hell breaks loose literally and there are demons and angels running around and tom hanks as a servant of god and a knight templar is forced (laughs) to fight to the death many demons uh, oh, in order fuck. to save the Catholic Church from utter ruination. Holy shit. Yes. Yes, 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 that yes, sounds yes. Fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And you know you want to see Tom in more fight scenes. I mean, we kind of got a taste oh, yeah. of that in the last Dan Brown romp. Uh, but I'm thinking it's going to just bust wide open, sort of supernatural yes. style on this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean,. Look, we've seen Tom shooting guns. We've seen Tom punching a bit. But I want to see Tom wield a sword. Oh, I I want to see him just fucking rip a demon in half with the broadsword. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, so fucking good. And actually, now that you've brought up uh, the Da Vinci Code, I did did learn an interesting little nugget the other day. Ooh, well, I'm down for a nugget. Okay, so uh, during the Da Vinci Code, uh, while they were filming it, uh, (laughs) Paul Bettany had to punch Tom Hanks in mm-hmm. the stomach. Mm-hmm. And apparently, during one take, he punched Tom so hard in the stomach that Tom did audibly fart. <laughs> <laughs> he farted very loud. Oh, and it was man. apparently pretty bad. And apparently it made Tom a little angry. 
Oh man, I knew where you were going with this because my algorithm serves me up any Tom Hanks related news. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. It does prove that he's human. You know, sometimes you get punched in the stomach so hard that you rip one and just drop your guts everywhere. <laughs> it happens. It's uh, I will forever think about uh, just Paul Bettany in <laughs> in al- albino makeup punching Tom so hard he just rips a big fat fart. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's so wonderful. It really truly but, is. But folks. Until next week, when maybe we'll get to see a different actor punch Tom so hard in the stomach he farts on set. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Please send us an email. Let us know your thoughts about Tom Hanks and the conspiracies that he is involved in. And also drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um... You know, it really helps us out, as well as sharing us with a friend. We are utterly incompetent and also uh, deeply, deeply, deeply worn down by this very mm. high-energy man. Please share the podcast for us. We can't do it anymore. Also, I'd like to uh, just take a note and, and say, uh, once you are eligible and it is available, please get your COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my first dose uh, earlier this week, went totally fine, no microchip in my body to speak of, and, uh, and it's very much worth it. Do it to protect yourself and protect those around you. Luke, do you have a final quote for us? I do, and it is, I love this town. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be anything else when you think about it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> folks, thank you again for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We'll be back next week with 2009's Angels and Demons. I love this town! <laughs>